Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Hey, Paul, and uh, hey, hey to all our listeners. This is episode 16 of uh, Retirement Straight Talk with, uh, with Paul and William. Today, we're going to go over, well, it's tax season, Paul, everyone's favorite time. So we're going to do, it's kind of a two-part episode. Um, this Today, we're going to talk about five high-level, costly plan, tax planning mistakes to avoid. And then in the next episode, next week, we're going to be going over more specific tax planning strategies that can really make a big difference. Yeah, we could talk about taxes for six months, but we want to say, we want to, for you, our listeners, and by the way, uh, welcome for those who are either watching us on YouTube or listening to us on one of the streaming services. Uh, Yeah, we want to spend today on high level stuff that in my 32 years, I've found a lot of people are making mistakes and it costs them money. So we want to avoid that. So again, let's talk about taxes on themselves. I mean, most people don't realize, I don't think. According to the Fraser Institute, in 2022, the average Canadian family earned about $129,589. And they paid an estimated $58,567 thousand dollars in taxes that's 45.2 percent now that's just not income taxes that's every kind of tax payroll taxes sales taxes property taxes city taxes hey, throw it all in there over 45 percent we all hear about the high cost of housing well that's way more than what the average canadian pays for housing way more i find that some people don't spend enough time on this and maybe they just don't think there's anything that can be done and by the way for people in well it's a little simple, intimidating paul that's why people yeah. maybe they, they don't like to think about it at all so they just kind of leave it to the side yeah and and if you're in an individual in a very very simple situation there may not be a lot that you can do maybe you should put money in an rsp maybe you should not it depends so, but again, as you start to acquire wealth, it becomes more complicated and the number of variables really makes planning and educated planning critical. By the way, just a fun fact, according to the Fraser Institute, Tax Freedom Day in Canada was June 15th. And that means, according to them, you worked up to June 15th on average and every single penny you earned up until June 15, goes to the government in various forms of taxes. Isn't that a great thought? Isn't that a great thing to to go into our first tax mistake? Well, and Paul, I think uh, tax planning is going to become even more important as we go forward because I don't think governments are going to reduce taxes. I think, if anything, they'll, they'll go up in the future. 
I think that's a pretty darn good bet. The chance of our taxes going down, that's a pretty good bet, I think. So, 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 so let's, let's go on. What's, what's the first uh, common mistake, Paul? Well, the first mistake, you know, you know I did radio for, for over 20 years, and people, I literally had thousands of people come into my office, and I talk about taxes, and here's what I would often hear. I'd hear a comment that would say, oh, I have an accountant. Great, you have an accountant. But what people often don't understand is the difference between tax planning and tax preparation. They're two very different things. Tax, what most accountants do, it's a great function. It's well needed. Tax preparation is you give your stuff to the accountant and they fill in all the blanks. And what they're really redoing is recording history. It's already done. It's happened. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, of course, they want to make sure, okay, we can get this tax credit for this and that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That's tax preparation. Everyone should have it done. It's important to do it correctly. Make sure you get all your deductions. They're put in the right spot, tax credits and all this. But that's not tax planning. Tax planning is what the wealthy people do. Tax planning is sitting down with a highly qualified person and saying, okay, what can we do today that's going to reduce our taxes, maybe this year or maybe not this year. But in five years, it will reduce our taxes. In 20 years, it'll reduce our taxes. And maybe it could reduce our taxes in our estate by millions of dollars. That's how wealthy people think, and that's how they plan. That's real tax planning. Sending your stuff to an accountant uh, to have, to have uh, history put down on paper is important, but it's not really tax planning. That's the first key that often people make a mistake. So number two, a lot of people don't understand the difference between marginal and average tax. I see this all the time. People come into us and they say, oh, I pay 50% on my taxes. Well, no, you don't. Your income is, oh, let's say $120,000 of taxable income. You're in the 43%, 43.41% to be exact, marginal tax bracket. And that tax bracket starts at $100,392. Now, the total tax you paid in total on your $120,000 of income is $30,190. I think these are 2022 figures I'm quoting, or 25.15%. That's your average tax rate, but your marginal tax rate is 43.41. The marginal, tell you why. If you, get a, if you can do some type of tax planning or even just simple putting money into an RSP, if you put $5,000 to an RSP, you're going to save 43%, 43.41%, not 25%. That's the key number, the marginal number, not the average number. And again, many people are often confused. I know that because when they talk to me, they're not 100% clear. They use they feel that they're paying their marginal rate on the entire amount, and that's simply not the case. And again, that's the key number, because in your tax planning for that year, that'll let you know if I can create some deductions or credits or whatever, there's how much I'm going to say, not the average rate. All right. Number three on our five mistakes, high-level mistakes that I see people make all the time. This one well, we, we see all the time, right? People thinking that your portfolio statement 
shows your actual rate of return. Right. You, you got to look at the after-tax return. You always say, you've drilled it into me, the only important number is an after-tax number. Oh, uh, I love that phrase. I love it. And he, if you have a non-registered portfolio, you don't know how much you've made unless you look at the taxation of it. Exactly. And that could be a stock portfolio, a real estate portfolio, whatever. And let's just use an example. Let's say you have a half a million dollars. Let's say you're earning 5%. And we're just going to keep the number simple. 5% assume its interest payments, which now is actually not unrealistic. So you're earning 5% of a half a million dollars, which is $25,000 a year. So your profit is 5%. But if you're in the 50% tax bracket, you're paying tax on that. You're Of that 5%, you're going to pay about 2% of that in taxes. So your profit is not 5%. Your profit is 4%. It's like reverse compounding. We've all heard about compound interest, right? Where, okay, when you save money, the interest compounds on the interest year after year, and it makes a small number into a very, very, very large number after 10 or 20 years. This is reverse compounding. Yes, you're going to have to pay tax on that anyway, but having keeping that money and deferring that is much deferring taxes puts you in a much much better condition and 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 by the way there are often many ways you can effectively defer tax on investment income for a non-registered account we'll talk about them at another time and by the way if you own a corporation and you have a passive uh investment portfolio oh my gosh if you're not smart you're going to get killed paying your taxes because when you own a corporately owned investment account, you're paying 50.17% tax on interest and net rental revenue on dollar one. There's no graduated tax rate. We've talked about this before, graduated tax rate. So again, corporate investors, oh, I see huge mistakes made in this all the time. Business owners paying taxes for the nose that they don't need to because their portfolio is structured in a poor manner yeah and we'll, right. we'll get into that more next week on specific strategies yes. but again yes. just, it, it could be just as simple as having the wrong investments in one account when they should be in another type of account just simple yes. stuff like that yes so all right next is planning uh your retirement income in the right order and and with the right vehicles paul yeah and here's here's the example i hear well, people say, you know, oh, I'm 10, 15 years away from retirement. Uh, it's too early. You know, when I get closer to retirement, I'll retire. I'll, I'll do my planning. Potentially massively expensive decision. And a simple example. Let's say, um, let's say that there's a specific, and there are examples where you can put your money into specific vehicles that when you start to retire, you can draw income in a very tax efficient, sometimes almost non-taxable way. But let's say you don't do your tax planning, you wait till a year or two before you're gonna retire and you go, oh, I should put my non-registered portfolio in this vehicle that will pay me almost tax-free dollars or completely tax-deferred dollars during retirement. Oh, but to transfer it now, I have to realize a massive capital gain. It's going to cost me a fortune 
you're not going to do it. And that's going to cost you extra taxes potentially every single year that you derive retirement income. So that is an example of making sure you're in the right place. Another simple example too, we have, you know, that, and you do most of the work in this, Will, we have very sophisticated retirement planning software. And it tells us from a tax perspective where you should draw your money first and where you should draw it from later. And we had a, and like, like you said, the later you get started on that, the harder it is to, to, to write course later on in life. That's right. We just had one example here. We did a client oh, some time ago and by restructuring where they, when they should draw money out, we were put them in a position where they're going to have about $1.5 million extra after tax in their estate because of the planning we did for them. That is serious money. And if you're not doing that type of planning, uh, it might be expensive for you. Okay, so that's number four. That's number four. And the last of the five big mistakes that I see on a high level is, is really, again, people, not starting their plan they're not planning and they're not getting help geez we see this all the time i don't i don't need an advisor tell me something how in the world i know how in the world could uh, most people unless they're in, uh, looking every day know about there's hundreds and thousands of different investment in vehicles oftentimes there's very different tax implications about them to me, unless you are involved in this on a regular basis, you're not going to know. And it's probably going to mean it's going to cost you money and potentially big money. So again, big thing. Um, the, the fifth mistake that I see, people are not planning at all and they're not getting proper advice. And that costs them money. And I've seen this time after time after time again. So those are our five big mistakes for this week that people do in tax planning. Again, not first one, not knowing the, uh, understanding the difference between tax preparation and tax planning. Secondly, not fully understanding the impact of marginal and average tax rates. They're very different. Three, not understanding that your portfolio statement does not give you your rate of return. You have to look at your tax return to understand what your portfolio return is. Number four, planning your retirement income right in the right vehicles and doing it way ahead of time, not waiting till near retirement. And the last mistake, just not planning at all. Say, hey, you know, I could do it myself, not getting proper help, not worrying about it, could be a big, big costly error. So that's this week. And as, as William mentioned, also moving forward, our next edition, of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul. We're going to talk about specific strategies that many people can use to significantly reduce your taxes. Hey, you know, if you like what you're hearing today, uh, by all means, please subscribe to us, rate us, and pass this on to other people who might find it of interest. Or if you feel that you have a gap in your wealth or financial planning, hey, give us a call. Send us an email, info at westendwealth.com, info at westendwealth.com. By the way, if there's a specific topic you'd like us to talk about, send an email to the same address, info at westendwealth.com, and say, hey, why don't you guys talk about this? Not going to guarantee we do it, but we'll certainly try. I think that's it for today, William. 
I think so. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll, we'll chat next week. See you next week. Bye-bye now. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.